As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Me and Paranormal You with your host, Ryan Singer. It's more fun to believe. Third third year year bonus. Hello, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. I haven't done that in a while, so I wanted to do my out-of-order greeting. Uh, Thank you for listening to another third year bonus. I would like to discuss something that is very near and dear to my heart in the moment of now. Uh, First, uh, a quote that is very appropriate. It's at night when perhaps we should be dreaming that the mind is most clear, that we are most able to hold all of our life in the palm of our skull. I don't know if anyone has ever pointed out that the pointed out that great attraction of insomnia before, but it is so. The night seems to release a little more of our vast backward inheritance of instincts and feelings as with the dawn. A little honey is allowed to ooze between the lips of the sandwich, a little of the stuff of dreams to drip into the waking mind. I wish I believed, as J.B. Priestley did, that consciousness continues after disembodiment or death not forever, but for a long while. Three score years and ten is such a stingy ration of time, when there was so much time around. Perhaps that's why some of us are insomniacs. Night is so precious that it would be pusillanimous to sleep through all of it. A bad night is not always a bad thing. Brian W. Aldis He's a, an older gentleman, an old science fiction writer from England. Wrote that about creative insomnia. Uh, why is why is creative insomnia near and dear to my heart in the moment? I will tell you why. Um, if you are listening to these things in order, you understand that uh, 
the whole city of Seattle apparently is under construction, so I did not sleep uh, very much at all the whole weekend in Seattle. Had a great time at the Underground Comedy Club. Um, I enjoyed the Basement of Truth, as I was calling it, uh, there. It's a great club. It's a lot of fun to uh, explore uh, the inner workings of of the mind or the vast backward inheritance of instincts and feelings, as, as Mr. Aldous would say. Uh, it was fun to explore those things in that space. And if you're in the Seattle area, I recommend checking out a show there. Um, excuse me. A little steamy in the basement. Not going to lie to you. I, I normally do not sweat through all of my clothing uh, during a performance. That's I'm not a sweater. Uh, but I'll tell you what. I was... Uh, I was drenched city USA population this guy uh, at the end of each set. Uh, but we had a good time. Saturday night was a lot of fun. I met some cool people. Uh, I met uh, some new friends, uh, some who listened to the Mindcast and others who didn't but then talked to me after the show because of, oh, some fun stuff. Um, maybe, just maybe, I'll have more information about that later. Uh, I certainly hope so. But I want to talk about creativity and sleep deprivation and insomnia. To be clear, I do not think I have insomnia. I do not suffer from insomnia. I can fall asleep eventually every night. I I don't go days without sleeping at all, which is my understanding of what insomnia truly is. Those who cannot find sleep I guess uh, most of my definition of insomnia is defined by the movie Fight Club. But uh, nonetheless, the, the idea that this sleep deprivation can bring out this creative genius in people is something that's fascinating. And it might be a myth. It might be true. I'm not saying I'm going to get to the bottom of it right here. But I will try to shine some light on both sides. So first of all, let's look at the dark side. 16 negative effects of sleep deprivation according to healthline.com we got accidental death impaired brain activity cognitive dysfunction yawning what's uh, that doesn't seem so bad memory problems moodiness hallucinations oh hold the train okay i don't i also don't feel like that's bad <laughs> depression that's bad accident prone yes micro sleep yes wakened immune Weakened, excuse me, weakened immune response, also bad. Cold and flu, weight gain, type 2 diabetes, very bad. High blood pressure, also very bad. Heart disease, ooh, the worst. Okay, so those are 16 effects of sleep deprivation on the body. Uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, it can, it can damage your body in the short term, and, and over time it can lead to the chronic health problems uh, and negatively impact the quality of your life. Those would be the heart disease and the diabetes. You're obviously not going to get that after not sleeping for four days in a row. Um, but accidental death is probably a big one because of um, falling asleep driving, which I have done before. I have totaled a car by falling asleep while driving. Uh, scary moment when you wake up rolling a vehicle. Uh, don't recommend that. Uh, so yes, I, I, I guess I can, uh, I guess I just now realize that. Uh, even while I was researching this, I didn't even remember that. So, uh, maybe because I'm sleep deprived, maybe I'm having cognitive dysfunction right now. And I also ate a steak 
at a strip club tonight. And I'm not, I'm in Portland, Oregon. So that's what you do here, I guess. I'd never done that. Um, most of you know, I don't really even eat steak. Um, but, uh, I, I, uh, was hanging out with my buddy, uh, my buddy Bobby, who, uh, I met at an Occupy Wall Street, uh, protest in Dayton, Ohio, uh, back in 2011. And, uh, yeah, he lives here and, uh, we went to go get dinner. We were going to have dinner together and, uh, that was the choice we made. So one might say I was having cognitive dysfunction when I decided to do that. So, okay, so here we go. Um, so those are some negative, those are some negative uh, side effects of sleep deprivation. Um, you know, there's more. I mean, sleeping is going to cause accidents. I've already talked about my experience with that very briefly. I don't need to go into detail about it. Um, it's, it, it dumbs you down, people will say. That's the cognitive dysfunction. Um, sleep plays a critical role in thinking and learning. Lack of sleep hurts these cognitive processes in many ways. Uh, first, it impairs attention, alertness, concentration, reasoning, and problem solving. This makes it more difficult to learn efficiently. Um, secondly, uh, during the night, various sleep cycles play a role in consolidating memories in your mind. If you don't get enough sleep, you won't be able to remember what you learned and experienced during the day. So I have heard that before on many occasions. That sleep is kind of an indexing of all of the day's experiences and lessons learned. And a lack of sleep may lead to a lack of memory or memorization. It's kind of like when you, I've heard someone describe it to me as when you, if you have a PC computer, when you do the defrag um, process on it, and then it makes your computer run faster after you do that. Um, we've already covered the... Uh, I'm try Ooh, this is an interesting one that wasn't on the other list. Um, lack of sleep kills sex drive. Sleep specialists say that sleep-deprived men and women report lower libidos and less interest in sex. Depleted energy, sleepiness, and increased tension may be largely to blame. Uh, for men with sleep apnea, a respiratory problem that interrupts sleep, there may be another factor in the sexual slump. Uh, a study published in the Journal of Clinical Endocrinology and Metabolism in 2002 suggests that many men with sleep apnea also have low testosterone levels. Uh, so, so okay, so we're painting a picture here. Um, not only does sleep make it harder for you to remember the things you've learned, uh, it slows you down, it dumbs you down, it also keeps you down if you're a man, uh, and I guess also a woman in that regard. So, I mean, if you enjoy sex like most adults do, uh, I, I guess it's, it's nice to get, to get some sleep. Now, um, the, uh, I didn't know about the diabetes thing. That is, that is, uh, that's kind of scary. And also, also allegedly, uh, according to Huffington Post, um, if you, if you want to go there, uh, it can damage bones. So, uh, it contributes to osteoporosis, according to a 2012 study. But what are the benefits, Ryan, of sleep deprivation? Many times, as an artist uh, or as a creative person, you're willing to put your body and your mind through things that a normal person might not to see if you can't find some creative magic. Drugs and alcohol are a good example of those. Sleep deprivation has a has a reputation. Uh, insomnia also has a reputation for being, you know, a pretty uh, a pretty important role in the creation of 
many things, according to certain artists. There's a guy named Matthew Barry, or Matt Barry. He's over in England. Uh, he's a musician and an actor. He was in uh, House of Fools, The It Crowd, uh, Toast of London. Those are some things he's acted in. Um, he he has this great quote. I wrote it down where he talks about, uh, you know, when he can't sleep, he eventually he just started. That's when he would start making music. Uh, he's like, well, I'm going to be up anyway, uh, just obsessing over how I can't sleep. Maybe I'll go start recording some music. So he starts doing that. And uh, he talks about, let me find it exactly for you because cause it's pretty cool um, what he says. Um, oh, because they say, because it's, uh, you know, allegedly, like I covered earlier, like when, when you become very tired, your logical brain begins to slow down and lose its ability. And he thinks that might be the time for the creative part of your brain to really step into the forefront and take a more active role when you've shut down that stuff. Uh, he says, uh, that's what he says. Uh, he says he finds, I find the brain to be a mystical beast. That's a pretty, that's a pretty, that's a pretty cool quote. Um, there's also a lot of, um, allegedly, a lot of uh, anecdotal accounts of creative insomnia. Uh, Marcel Proust uh, wrote most of, uh, you know, you want me to try to pronounce it? Okay. A la Recherere de... Pimps Perdue. Okay, well, it's in search of lost time. I don't know. I don't know French or whatever language that was. Uh, he wrote most of uh, In Search of Lost Time while staying awake in the night due to a chronic illness. Uh, uh, yeah, I can't read the, I, the rest of this in French. This is from Wikipedia here. Um, uh, he also says a little insomnia is useful for appreciating sleep, for projecting some light into this night. Um, filmmaker Alan Berlinger made a documentary on his lifelong insomnia and its complex role in his creative process. Um, this, this, Colette says, insomnia is, an, is almost an oasis in which those who have to think or suffer darkly take refuge. Now, that's pretty interesting. Um, you know, I don't... I'm not going to sit here and say that um, insomnia and or, uh, you know, sleep deprivation uh, directly contribute to creativity. Um, I've been trying to find connections to uh, sleep deprivation and muses. Um, the hallucination aspect is interesting to me to think that being sleep deprived, um, hallucinating, um, and then creating. Uh, we... We, we find ways to label and explain scientifically. But is there more happening there? Is it, is it that simple? Um, there's an article on, in uh, Scientific American that says sleep deprivation amps up the brain. Um, basically what it's saying here is uh, there's this uh, neurophysiologist, Marcello Massimina, Massimini, uh, at the University of Milan in Italy, found that the brain becomes more sensitive as the day wears on. Uh, the experiment, he explains, is like poking a friend in the ribs to see how high he jumps. Uh, Massimini suggests, through this article, I'll just kind of boil it down for you from what I understood, um, that the longer uh, the day goes on, or the more tired that the brain becomes, the more the neurons, the higher those neurons will jump when poked. So, what that means is there's more, uh, there's more electricity 
there's there's more reaction the later in the day. Now, I'm trying to specifically think in my life of uh, situations uh, where sleep deprivation have made me feel ultra creative, and I definitely do have those moments where just just up against it, just up against no sleep for I don't know how long, but uh, you know. But I also think there's there's other factors at play here because whenever I've been awake for such a long period of time, there's there's always a couple other usual suspects involved, uh, meaning like caffeine or sugar, typically um, illicit drugs. Maybe when I was younger, who knows? But typically, it's caffeine or sugar. Now, those things really amp me up like they do everybody else. That's just the reaction they have. So, excuse me. Uh, uh, I hope this sounds okay. I'm in a hotel in Portland right now. I'm not real sure where I am, but uh, I am a little delirious. But I, I will tell you that during this weekend, there were moments where I had some some real fun and uh, and that were directly related to the fact that I was just, I was just done. Just didn't have anything. You know, you're... You, it reminds me of the Seinfeld episode when Kramer's trying to see how far he can drive the car uh, by burying the needle when the when the tank is going empty on gas, and the 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 lower the tank gets, the further the needle is buried into the empty, the more excited and exhilarating Kramer becomes. That is what sleep deprivation is for me, especially during performances. Typically, I don't like to perform sleep-deprived, especially when I have to do, you know, two 50-minute hour-long sets on the same night back-to-back. I typically like to be well-rested so I can focus. Um, There's a, a great... Major League Baseball player who's now retired. His name is Roy Halladay, and uh, he, they called him Doc for obvious reasons, and uh, Doc Holliday. And, uh, but Roy Halliday, he pitched a no-hitter against my favorite team, the Cincinnati Reds, in the playoffs. I think it was four, four or five years ago. And he did a thing where he would have a, uh, before every start that he made, he would have like a big poster board um, divided into, I think, 64 spaces. And they would have numbers. And, you know, with like pieces that he could move around. So, and he would have them all jumbled. And before every start, he would have to organize and put them in order. And so it sounds like a very simple task, but it was just the idea of focusing his mind on the task directly in front of him. And that always really appealed to me. Um, and I have a comedy notebook where I will do certain things. I will, I will draw set list things. Um, drawing something to keep in mind, just a, like a, almost like an abstract concept just to keep in mind for my performance. But at the beginning of each notebook that I that I have, uh, there's just a doodle, and it's a drawing that I just keep doing, keep adding to that same drawing, the finest detail that I can possibly make with a pen uh, until that notebook is finished. I, I work on that same drawing. Um, but it's, I find the, the longer... I've had the notebook, the more difficult it is to make, find spaces where I can contribute and add. And, you know, how does this relate to what I'm talking about? I'm not exactly sure, but I know there is some kind of connection here. And when it becomes more and more difficult 
to find that space or that energy to to create something that's when i think you can have breakthroughs you push through a standard operating procedure and you enter new ground the sleep deprivation do that i feel like it comes in waves much like the ocean crashing upon the beach uh every once in a while a bigger wave is just gonna come that's just the way it is uh maybe it's because i don't know i don't know because it has something to do with the moon that's all i really know so um but getting back to the topic at hand here um Creative insomnia. Genius never sleeps. It's a very interesting article on psychologytoday.com. Um, it was posted in 2011 uh, by Thomas Chamorro Premusic, PhD, July 1st, 2011. Um, basically, what um, he's getting into here is too excited to sleep? Question mark. When job creativity causes insomnia. Our adult lives are roughly divided into three equal parts: we sleep, we work, we play. Uh, quote, unquote, is it unquote or end quote? I don't know how that saying goes. Um, but uh, it says, uh, he goes on to talk about the biographies of exceptional achievers, suggest that the one thing they all seem to have in common is a lack of sleep. Indeed, outstanding leading figures in science, sports, business, politics, and the arts tend to differ in their IQ, creativity, and physical stamina, but they are typically as likely to sleep very little hours and the common reason for that is of course personality in short super achievers are always highly ambitious and the underlying drives or motives for success may vary from one individual to another uh, for example maybe it's fame or power freedom hedonism knowledge etc but when it comes to personality their profiles are remark remarkably similar they're highly motivated and ambitious people so it goes on to correlate insomnia as a marker for ambition um i mean he does say that you don't have to suffer insomnia to be a high flyer uh to be to be one of these super successful people but he says that it definitely is prevalent in many of the cases um it tends to be caused by because this insomnia tends to be caused by factors other than achievement motivation. It's usually fueled by anxiety-related problems as well. So, um, I don't know. If you have an idea in your mind, and it must find its way out, That's happened. that has happened to me, where I'm just not going to sleep. I'm going to get it out. Uh, sometimes, they just have to get out. Now, I think if you can break, like we were, I was saying earlier, if you can break through that normal routine of your day, which is easy to fall into, whatever it is. Uh, it's interesting because a normal routine for me is going to be a lot different than a normal routine for someone else. Like, someone else might think my normal routine is ridiculous. Like, you know, waking up at 9.30, 10 o'clock or whatever in the morning, trying to do some writing, drinking some coffee, going on a run and a hike, coming back, doing some reading maybe, or, or watch a documentary maybe write some more, send some emails out, and then go do a show, hang out after a show, and then read and stay up until 2.30. That doesn't, that's not a normal routine for a lot of people, but it is mine. So when I'm breaking that routine, um, sometimes I can break through a creative block that's been uh, stumping me for a while. 
and it is exciting to think about doing all-nighters because I did a lot of those in college uh, and in high school when I had something to do. I would always procrastinate. So I think there is something to be said for jarring yourself loose from the routine, and I think if you uh, couple that with a sleep deprivation at times, uh, it can it can add a different kind of weird uh, ener- energy and can lead to something. Um, now, there's there's many more, uh, actually, uh, uh, tales of, of things that are allegedly inspired by sleeplessness. Um, some of them have been debunked. Um, there's another article here. Uh, talks about, it's, it's a question, do history's greatest figures owe their success to sleeping less? Um, many of the most successful people I know do sleep very little, and it's always baffled me how they could even be a person by sleeping as little as they do. I've always needed a lot of sleep in my life. Um, maybe now that I'm getting older, I'm needing less. But here's another article that I really liked. It's called Great People Sleep Less? Question mark. Six to eight hours per day is the average um, a person needs. Um, but uh, we sleep about one to one and a half hours less than we did 100 years ago, um, which is interesting. Um some people are naturally short or long sleepers, so keep that in mind. Don't be too don't be too hard on yourself if if you think uh, you're not sleeping uh, enough or you're sleeping too much. Um, I think it also depends on your person. Sorry, I was moving around, but what I am interested in uh, more than anything else, other than the science of all this kind of stuff, is first of all, sleeplessness makes me it makes me edgy. It makes me, <laughs> it makes me really edgy. Um, it's probably the one thing in life that makes me the edgiest. I mean, being hungry makes me cranky, but not getting sleep, it just straight up makes me edgy, dude. Like, um, probably some of that translated in the in the last one I I posted. But, um, but if there's a difference between being deprived of sleep from circumstances beyond your control and being deprived of sleep because of something that's going on in your own head. External noises and sounds and chaos, that's a little bit different. That's when I feel like I'm being robbed of sleep. Uh, When I can't sleep because of something else, like an idea that's in my head that I have to get out or anxiety about something the next day, I just feel like I'm unable to find sleep in that situation. And in those situations... Especially, specifically, to the ones when it uh, pertaining to ideas that need to come out. I do believe there is a magic once you get past like a twenty-four hour situation, uh, or maybe even twenty. Once you get into that twenty, uh, being awake for twenty straight hours, uh, especially twenty-four though, because your eyeballs. This is just me speculating, but your eyeballs just aren't accustomed to. To processing images for that long so um, have I ever hallucinated I don't I, I, I I'm pretty sure I've had auditory hallucinations when I've been sleep deprived uh, while driving uh, when I was driving for 24 straight hours which I don't recommend anyone does that but uh, you know weather circumstances dictated I had to at the time and my stuffed gorilla Farley who I named after Chris Farley I bought him soon after Chris had had uh, had died uh, 
I was losing my mind during a blizzard in the Rocky Mountains, and I just couldn't stop driving. I had to keep going. I would get snowed in on the mountain, known, you know, worried that no one would ever find me or my car. So I just had to keep, keep going until I got out of the mountains. And it took forever. And uh, the, the gigantic stuffed gorilla was riding shotgun. Uh, and he was buckled up, don't worry. And uh, I was the, pretty much the only one on the road. Even semi-trucks with chains on their wheels were pulled off on the side, not driving. And it was the middle of the night, and I didn't think I was going to make it. Uh, I was I was totally losing it, losing my mind. And uh, like white-knuckle grip driving for just hours on hours. And eventually the, uh, the gorilla started talking to me. <laughs> me and Farley started having a conversation. Uh, it wasn't so much a conversation as he was encouraging me, letting me know that I could make it. So was it my subconscious being projected uh, onto the gorilla, back to me as a reflection of encouragement? Sure, could have been. Or maybe, just maybe, something out there knew it needed to communicate to me if I was gonna if I was gonna make it. And now, am I being a little dramatic? Sure, but at the same time, they were very treacherous driving conditions, and uh, I honestly believe that if I would have stopped, um, I could have possibly died. And that's not an exaggeration. So, um, once we emerged from the mountains, the Rocky Mountains on Interstate 70, headed eastbound, uh, the sun was coming up, and uh, a feeling of intense jubilation has overcome me and that's when Farley suggests that we should just drive all the way to Ohio without sleep and that's when I had to be like okay let's settle down <laughs> now you sound crazy stuff gorilla now you sound crazy okay so um, I think I'm gonna try to get some sleep um, I if you are listening to this on the day it came out that means I have a show tonight in Portland Oregon at the Hollywood Theater and I'd love for you to come out and see the show it's going to be a really fun time with a lot of fun comics on it and actually a buddy or two maybe from LA that uh, are in town might be popping in as well I'm very excited to do the show I haven't been here since the Bridgetown Comedy Festival two years ago or last year last summer of 2014 uh, this is a wonderful comedy town lots of uh, really funny comics and I'm excited to be back. Uh, I apologize in advance. If you want to hang out afterwards, I'll be able to hang out for a little bit. Then I have to drive back to Seattle for a flight and turn, you know. But it, it, that doesn't matter. I can still hang out for a couple hours. Let's settle down. Because uh, I have to. I have to stay up all night. So, you know, I don't I don't think I'll need a gorilla riding shotgun to keep me awake for that uh, three-hour drive. MeandParanormalU.com is the website. RyanSaracami.com is my other website. Uh, MeandParanormalU at gmail.com. 818-839-0593. That's the mine line. Um, i got some exciting news coming in the works. In the works uh, when it comes to the Minecast. So um, thank you for listening. Please take an extra minute, uh, if you can, and write a review of the Minecast if you enjoy it on, on iTunes. Uh, you know, everything is free, you know, except your time. 
So, you know, donate a little bit of your time if you don't mind. Write a review, uh, rate, and subscribe. Uh, that will help more people find it. So, uh, more and more people are finding it, and I dig that. I really like that. So, thanks again for listening, and I hope to see you out there at the watering hole on the astral plane. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.